0: It's Tuesday, May 16, 2017. Shocked and disappointed. That's how Governor Cooper described federal hurricane funding.
1: 99% of North Carolina's request for disaster relief denied. April 2017, the second hottest April ever recorded for the planet. U.S. Secretary of State Tillerson signs climate change declaration. Plus, U.S. military warns of national security impacts of climate change. Again.
0: All of those stories and more straight ahead from Bradblog.com. I'm Brad Friedman. And
1: I'm Desi Doyen.
0: Stand by for six minutes of independent green news, politics, analysis, and snarky comment. When Obama was, you know, channeling money and funds to green energy companies, Republicans were always saying, oh, he's picking winners. Yeah, at least he was picking winners from the future. (laughs) Not picking winners from the 19th century. Yep, this is your Green News Report. It's it's like saying we got to get those blockbuster video clerks back to work.
1: I'm going to soak up the
0: sun. Okay, Desi Doyen, half the state of North Carolina was underwater or affected in some way by Hurricane Matthew, and yet Congress and Donald Trump just won't give them any more than what? 1% of what they requested in disaster relief?
1: Yeah, that's right. President Donald Trump and Republicans in Congress have denied nearly all of North Carolina's request for disaster recovery funding in the aftermath of Hurricane Matthew back in October.
0: Well, that'll teach him to elect a Democrat for governor.
1: Hurricane Matthew killed an estimated 28 people and caused more than $5 billion in damages and losses across half of the state's counties. The state requested about $930 million in federal disaster recovery funds to repair critical infrastructure, but at a press conference promoting hurricane preparedness, North Carolina's Democratic Governor Roy Cooper said he's been informed they'll receive only about one percent of that request. I was shocked and disappointed to see the paltry amount of money that was appropriated out of a nine hundred thirty million dollar request that was conservative only $6.1 million was approved.
0: Unbelievable.
1: Governor Cooper has asked Trump to visit for himself to see the devastation. Meanwhile, it's official April 2017 was the second hottest April ever recorded for the planet. See,
0: it's getting cooler.
1: That's according to NASA. This April ranks second only to last April. The last four hottest Aprils on record all occurred in the last four years.
0: Global cooling.
1: An unusually warm spring in the Arctic fueled this second hottest April record, which is also notable because it occurred in the absence of an El Nino event boosting global temperatures. At least one member of Trump's cabinet has acknowledged the reality of man-made climate change. Last week at the annual meeting of the Arctic Council, comprised of the seven nations with Arctic territory, U.S. Secretary of State Rex Tillerson formally signed on to the Fairbanks Declaration, a document that, quote, reiterates the need for global action to reduce both long-lived greenhouse gases and short-lived climate pollutants. Tillerson said, however, the United States will not rush to make a decision about whether to remain in the United Nations Paris Climate Agreement.
0: Take your time, Secretary Tillerson. Never thought I'd be happy that the former CEO of Exxon was our Secretary of State, but he seems to be the only one with any sanity in this administration when it comes to climate change right now.
1: Well, also with some sanity, the U.S. military. The U.S. intelligence community has also acknowledged that climate change is a national security threat. In the annual Worldwide Threat Assessment Report delivered to the Senate last Thursday by Trump's Director of National Intelligence, Dan Coates, The report warns that climate change is raising the risk and likelihood of conflict around the world, with warming temperatures triggering extreme weather disasters that risk destabilizing volatile regions and raising the risk of potential conflicts over scarce resources like water. In Ohio, the company behind the controversial Dakota Access Pipeline has been fined more than $430,000 for air and water pollution violations by the state of Ohio. In just seven weeks of construction, Energy Transfer Partners' new rover pipeline has already caused 18 leaks and spill incidents, including an estimated 5 million gallon spill of drilling mud that smothered a pristine Ohio wetland. The Federal Energy Regulatory Commission has also ordered the company to Not start any new construction in any new locations until an investigation of the incidents is completed.
0: So, once again, this is the company that runs the Dakota Access Pipeline, that controversial pipeline up in North Dakota approved by Donald Trump. Eighteen leaks. What could possibly go wrong in North Dakota?
1: But some good news. Norway just booted up its latest offshore wind farm, a truly massive array of 150 wind turbines that will supply 1.5 million homes with clean electricity. Here in the U.S., Maryland State Public Utility Commission has approved two new proposed offshore wind farms to begin construction next year. The Maryland wind farms will be only the second and third offshore wind farms in the entire United States. But onshore wind farms are booming. The wind industry just had its strongest first quarter in eight years, according to a new report from the American Wind Energy Association. The wind energy sector in the U.S. is growing so quickly that, according to the report, a new wind turbine rises in America every two and a half hours.
0: For much more on all of these stories and the ones we couldn't get to, please check out our website at greennews.bradblog.com. I'm Brad Friedman.
1: And I'm Desi Doyle,
0: And this has been your... Green News Report.